May 25th. It's like 5 o'clock. This is case by case. You know who's talking. It's case. What's up? <laughs> How are you guys? You good? You guys good? If you yeah. asked yourself if you're good or not today, ask yourself. You good? You teased them. I did. You're like, on oh, his level. He, and and then, I was like, here I am, guys. His energy's low. Loud and proud. He had to turn on his radio character. He was just scowling I'm at me. never a character. <laughs> I'm always this way. I'm always lit, like the kids say. I can't say that for... I, I guess I can say that phrase now because I'm not a kid. Always what? Always lit. Like lit. Like oh, as, lit. The ki- as the kids say. That's what I'm talking said, about. Oh, I thought you said always late. And I was like, I guess he is always late. Oh, man. <laughs> and back to being a kid again. Um, today on the podcast, guys, we talk about, well, we give a list. It's a top 10 list day. List day. Our list. list fucking day. rewatchable comedies. The top 10 most rewatchable comedies. I'm just too excited right Yeah. <laughs> we dive in. And let me give a disclaimer, guys. We're not we're not talking your favorite comedy, your smartest comedy, the comedy that you, you you watched once when you were with your grandma and your grandma was like, this shit's great. And your teeth fell out and you it's a funny story. We're talking about the one that you've seen a hundred times and you could watch it a hundred more. That's our list. Double disclaimer here, huh? So I'm now, just now, them know. now we better not hear anything like, "Oh, you forget about whatever." You know. Yeah. Well, we forget about. Well, I'm gonna say forget. I forget about like ten different movies during my list. Forgot I, you forgot about Dre. Don't forget about don't that. Forget, never forget <laughs> about Dre, guys. But do everything else. Don't forget about Dre. Um, I forget my list, and I make a new list like on air, and in Casey's list is the same because he's old, and I'm all over the place because I'm young. And I'm virile. We talk about my balls also in the podcast. Um, and we could, then at the end, we get weirdly political again. I'm sorry if you guys were getting too political for y'all, but I'm also not sorry. You gotta know, you need to know my opinions, world. I have a lot of them. That's all I got. That's all you got? Yeah, that's all I got. Go Rockets. Go Rockets. <laughs> May 25th, 2018. Hey, what's up? We're here podcasting, getting ready for your Monday morning pod. You're welcome, <laughs> world. Um, we'll quickly touch on last night. We have to acknowledge the Rockets win before we get into what we're Hell doing. Hell yeah. Um, they may have already been not kicked out of the series or won the series at this point. They may have already out. won the series at this point. Yeah. By the time you hear that. Oh, so they wouldn't have been kicked out. Right. They're up three games to two. A game, they're going back to Golden State, Oakland, San Francisco, wherever it's located now. They'll play Sunday here, right? Or Monday? They'll play Saturday in Golden State. And then Monday. And then if there's a game seven. Right. If there's a game they'll seven. They'll play Monday. I hope there's a game seven. I hope we annihilate games. I hope it's a, just a blow. I hope there's game a, seven. no game seven. I hope we win six. Yeah. I mean, I <laughs> do too, ideally, but like. Without I'll, Chris Paul. So we found out Chris Paul will be injured. Uh, all was, this would sound like really dated information at the time, so we're not gonna. We just congratulations, Rockets. Thanks, Rockets. Up, up three two. Nobody believed in you, but but we did. And well, case by case, did. We're gonna have to go back to the pod with our predictions. I, I think you chose the Rockets. I took them the whole way. I think you chose Rockets, Raptors. That's right. Rockets, Raptors. <laughs> still holding true, still, right? It can still happen. It can still happen. <laughs> um, we're gonna do a top ten. Today, woo top six. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
that's where the sound effects would have been but we we're we're low budget so (laughs) it's just me um let's get a disclaimer out of the way the first being back to the future disclaimer well you haven't explained what the top 10 is the top 10 that we're doing good is good job yeah i'm way to keep me in line i am in the top 10 we're doing is most rewatchable comedy movies not like your favorite comedy, okay? Not that one that you or the one that you watch every so often. Not the best, not the smartest, not just the most rewatchable. Whatever. If it's on, you watch you, it. You watch it. You walk through the living room, you catch TNT's playing Liar Liar, and you sit down and you watch it. Oh shit! I have to tell you, I just thought of one that just destroyed my list. Did like, it. destroyed my list. It would be like number one. Like I, I know that it'd be top five. Okay. I my list is destroyed. Okay. I'm gonna we're gonna go though. Okay. You I'm just gonna, wanna spitball on it. I yeah, there's like one I can move and I'm fine. Yeah. Um, you guys should know that the amount of time that we put into this list. <laughs> um, ten minutes tops. <laughs> Me I, personally. I uh I made mine during when I ate my lunch. Yeah. Um, I just made a giant pool of comedies that I've watched many times. Okay. And I, then just started ranking. I googled what other movies people have watched a lot just in case I was missing something. Mm-hmm. And then Casey showed up and he was like, Hey, this movie's going to be on my list. And I was like, Hey, th- that can't be on a list because it's too many genres. It's not funny enough. So I feel like you're being a hater. Cause no, it's, it's one of my favorite movies period of all time. Same. And definitely one of the most rewatchable movies of all time. But you but for this list, Back to Nixed. the Future. Back to the Future. And Back to the Future 2 will not, not be on this it list. can't be on there. Um, just because somebody might... It's a sci-fi or it's a drama. Technically, it's all those things. So It is all those things. That's maybe why if there was a top 10 most rewatchable movie, it and Shawshank and movies like that are going to... Sure. But for now, we acknowledge the greatness that is Back to the Future. It just will not be on our list. I completely agree. Um, so damn. let's... Um, do you want to just dive in? This was so much harder than the other list that we've done because there's so many good comedies that we love to rewatch apparently. Yeah. Um, so let's, I think let's just kind of mow through our um, honorable mentions. So what I'll do is I'll, I'll give you my list of honorable mentions. Just I'll kind of just vomit all of them at you real quick. Go for it. Uh, you, you just tell me if you disagree with any of them. Okay. Or if, I'm not giving enough credit to any of them. All right, yeah. Okay. My honorable mentions are Liar Liar. Okay. Big nostalgia piece for me. Um, as mentioned, if I was walking through a room, it was on. Sit down. Knock it out. Overrated. That's fine. That's fine. I'm sorry. Um, Beverly Hills Ninja. Honorable mention for me. Man, I big, think... Big part of my childhood kind of faded out as I became into my 20s. I'll watch it if it's on, but you know what? I won't watch it if it's on. It's not my. It's my least favorite Farley movie. It's my least favorite honorable mention. Okay, yeah. Um, old school. I may not be giving this one enough love. I, I feel like this one. I think you're giving it the appropriate amount. Of the love appropriate amount of love because it's really great, like the first three times. But to keep watching that one, it's a little heavy years, on the Luke Wilson for the rewatch. It's a lot of Luke Wilson. You got to really love Luke Wilson to, to tolerate. The and scene, Sean William Scott. The scenes that are that are rewatchable are so funny though. Like pretty much any scene with Vince Vaughn in that movie. Super quotable. When hilarious. Will Ferrell shoots himself with the tranquilizer, and he's like, "Shot yourself in the neck." You're 
You're crazy. You're crazy. I'm crazy. I'm like you. <laughs> yeah, I love the the scenes are great, but like the whole movie, it's why. Okay, I'll get into. Yeah, Jeremy Piven isn't he like a the villain dean or something like that? Yeah, he's awesome. Um, Big Lebowski, not in my top ten. Not on any of mine. Um, I didn't grow up with it. I know people live and die. By it was that like movie. right in my wheelhouse of my age group. It was even as a freshman in college, like. I worked security at my dorms parties and yeah. the, the quotes on the shirts were Lebowski related. And right. in the moment I loved Lebowski and Lebowski is kind of that film that I'll watch if it's on, but I've never considered it that funny of a movie. I've seen it just five minutes tops. I just, it's hard to know if it's good or not. I never five had an interest kind of thing. I think you definitely have to watch Lebowski at least. I want to watch it. I've been saying I want to watch it for like 10 years, but I also don't want to watch it. The next four honorable mentions of mine are all heavy hitters. Wow, that, you have this many honorable mentions? I love comedy. I do too, man. But when these are all extremely quotable. Yeah. Um, but they're all kind of three of them are all kind of the same movie. Step Brothers, mm. Anchorman, Wedding Crashers. That's three of the four. Those are all in your honorable mentions. All honorable mentions. All really quotable. Yeah. I think my favorite of the three is probably now Step Brothers. When initially, when I saw the first three, it was my least favorite. That's on my list. Yeah. Step Brothers is really funny. I, that one caught me at like 15, 16. Like that one is. Yeah. I felt at first, I felt like the humor was a little too juvenile for me. Oh, that was it. And then for it's, it's kind of like a, a segment of Family Guy that like tries to tell the same joke over and over again. You're like, that's not funny. That's not funny. That's not funny. Then you're like, Okay, that is After funny. the 10th yeah, time, it's like, like, okay, oh, you yeah, got me. Right. Yeah. And then um, Tropic Thunder. Wow, you bumped it down. It was a, initially on my list. I had to make room for something else. The reason I decided to take it off is because I've seen it recently. Yeah. And there's just too many moments where there isn't a joke because there's still like the story of Tug Speedman or whatever his name is. Right. The end, the end it kind of trails off. Yeah. Um, I get that. It's, but we had talked about tar- Tropic Thunder in the pod before, talking yeah. about it. Had, it's one of those ones. It snuck up on me. It was like the most. Yeah. You didn't think it would be funny. It's like this star-studded cast. I didn't realize it was Tom Cruise until like twenty minutes left in the film. And you're like, oh my god. Yeah, and, and some people didn't realize until the credits, and then the freaking audience went crazy because he still's dancing through the credits. Oh yeah. So. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, definitely in the moment was probably the the most unappreciative. Under underappreciated, I think so. Unappreciated, it was Un- underappreciated. It was underappreciated until until the buzz went around. So yeah. that's mine. Let me let me hear your honorable mentions. Um, honorable mentions, man. My list just is a shit show right now. Okay. Um, other guys, the Will Ferrell, Mark Wahl, solid honorable mention. Solid one, honorable because that's like one of the ones like Tropic Thunder. It snuck up on me. I didn't think Same. it'd be hilarious, and it kind of is. It's awesome. Yeah, you think Mark Wahlberg, Will Ferrell, Buddy Cop movie? You're like, hasn't this movie been done three thousand times? And it has. It has, but, but that it, one it, still really holds good. up. That it's, was my complaint with that one is that it it's long. Oh yeah, it is a long movie. See, with the next one that I have, uh, get him to the Greek. The follow up uh, to Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Okay. Um, we watched it recently. I told Taylor this one's great. It was, and then I was like, oh, there's a reason I haven't watched this. It just kind of drags on. And it gets a little too real. It's about 20 minutes too long. You're like, I thought the movie was going to kind of wrap up here. but it's, And it kind of keeps going. going. It's yeah. like P. Diddy is in a chase scene. What's going on? <laughs> yeah. All right, let's wrap this up. Yeah. Um, gotcha. One, two, and three, Beverly Hills Cop. Not on the list. I 
I know I mentioned it. Showing your age, I think, is what they call that. You'll say that. <laughs> you won't say that come my list. Truly. I think it's properly properly related because it's. You'll see where it is on my list. But okay, it's it's right on the verge of like, should it be? Should it not be? That was a tough one. For I think me. we're a little young, especially you, for yeah. that movie. So that's why number three resonates. That's why the of third us. one's like our favorite. Yeah, yeah, uh, that's the one I I still think about. Which is like sacrilege. It's like liking Godfather three the most. And oh man, people who like Godfather three are no, insane. Well, nobody likes Godfather three. That's well, you, why it's sacrilege. Uh, elf. Oof. I know. Don't know if I've laughed in Elf. Don't El- know. If, one of Juliana's favorite movies. The same justification. See, some people. It's like a mid twenties Mexican. Love thing. that one, man. <laughs> uh, my whole fam, not my whole family. Like my parents, my like my cousins, everyone. They love that movie. They try and get us to watch it every Christmas. My my little group of family, my parents, they always bow out. They're like, "We well, no, we'll do our thing at the house. We'll see you all tomorrow." I saw Elf in theaters with my brother, or possibly by myself, but I think with my brother. And I feel like by yourself is a sad story with your brother's funny. <laughs> I am. Um, <laughs> I went to see this Christmas movie. I think myself. I thought it was going to be much more like comedy based. And it's, it's a Christmas movie that has comedy instead of a comedy with a Christmas background. So die hard action movie with a Christmas background, with Christmas background. Right. And I thought that that's what elf was going to be, but it was a legit Christmas movie, man. That's just editing right there. Die yeah. hard could be a Christmas movie <laughs> with like a, terrorist background and that was my problem because there's this whole scene in the end where there's like the four it looks like the four horsemen of the apocalypse that are like cops coming for him and like people have to believe to get the sleigh off the ground and that's where i was like it was like 23 year old me or whatever age i was young 20s i was just like i'm out it was like a childhood thing for me. Uh, I think you're in the like perfect age group because Juliana, being just slightly older than you, like loves it as well. I, I never, I never watched as a child though. It wasn't until I was an adult that I, I watched think you it. were a, like a, a teen or a preteen when it came out. So yeah, okay, yeah. Uh-huh. I don't think I watched it until I was in my twenties. Okay. Um, one that I was bummed. This is the one that got bumped off. Animal House. Bumped. As we were started recording. As we started recording, <laughs> uh, Animal House was my ten. Overrated. <laughs> I, again, I agree with you, but I think I've just seen it so many times. And I always. Wanna... I don't think it's overrated as an honorable mention. I think it's overrated because it would be in most critics' probably top three. It was in the top three of like the the Rolling Stones list that I saw. That that type of what is it? Mid eighties com? Is it a mid eighties movie? It's early eighties, mid eighties. I don't know. But that was one of those ones I just I couldn't get behind. I I really liked it, but it got bumped. Oh wow, it's it's 1978. Oh, so see, I was like early 80s. That gap of yeah, see, I think it was mid 80s because that's when I was a person. So that's when I assumed it came out. Right, so, I gotcha. Um, that brand of humor, the Animal House, the Revenge of the Nerds. I do like Revenge of the. It Nerds, had so. such a small window of that being funny for me, and then it was that style was no longer funny. I get that. So yeah, um, the last one on my list because I guess I did have a lot more on here than I thought. Napoleon Dynamite, Ooh. one one that your, barely made the honorable. Your mention. most millennial pick on the list. Yeah, that's a tough what? one to admit for me. Awkward humor, but it's kind of <laughs> hilarious. It's super quotable, extremely quotable. Lots of GIF usage into. It's a decade later. Yeah, GIF still getting heavy rotation. Oh yeah, that's um, a that's got to be considered. You know what? We should have we could we should have like kind of maybe come with a format gif usage i think oh my gosh like, meme usage <laughs> i think 
Well, yeah, I mean, our format is just the most rewatchable. Movie. Right, most rewatchable yeah. is perfect, man. But Napoleon Dynamite, that was one that came out like I was eleven. Mm-hmm. Saw it in theaters, was obsessed with it, and it's just always tapered off every year. But I still rewatch it like once a year. I think our our top ten is gonna be much different than our fast food top ten because really there's only like five options that could have been in the top five. Right. I think I have like probably movies in the top three that may not even be on your list. Well, so I'm curious to jump into this. Yeah, and, let's do it. All right. So number 10, you want to go first? Yeah, I'll do number 10 for me. Knocked up. Oh, good choice. Probably, yeah. probably belonged to my honorable mentions, but the list was getting huge. Uh, yeah, I feel you. Uh, knocked up. I think that's one of those ones that again, caught me in like, middle school high school age and i was just like these guys are fucking hilarious a girl uh, can't get pregnant if she's on top it's true it's gravity it's gravity <laughs> yeah. you have to realize you gotta know all the tricks like for example if a woman's on top she can't get pregnant it's just gravity well that's true um up, knocked up yeah. seth rogan like seth rogan had a moment there well he still has a moment he's still like very funny yeah where he was just like the he, fat schlubby he's still guy like the stoner humor he's stoner humor and it was when knocked up came out i worked at best buy Oh really? And I had kind of my Jufro, and I would get. You got it. You look like Seth Rogen. You laugh like Seth Rogen. You laugh like Seth Rogen. Well, you he's just have like, like he's more like. <laughs> that's the sound you make during sex, a hundred percent. God, I hope not. God. Do you ever imagine what your wife has to like look at? You're like, oh god, oh, god, yeah. I do too. I'm like, uh, sometimes I just look at myself and I'm like, why? How could anyone love this? Well, well I was looking at my gut and I was like, what? Taylor has to look at this. That's why I've got to stay funny. It's like if yeah, I, I got the comedy, I'm personality out of here. has got to be there. I, I'm sorry, Taylor. Um, yeah, I went through this transition where like, I was like a little chubbier at Best Buy. Then I lost some weight again. So I went from people telling me I looked like Seth Rogen to telling me I looked like Jason Segel. Oh, so okay. it was weird that I was told I looked like two different Jew actors in in hollywood you may in I'm fact like, be jewish you're literally just telling me i look like a, a jew and then i'm kind of funny i thought you were jewish when i met you i think i told it's fair. you this it's fair it's what i got all growing up are you jewish no why because you have a big nose i got <laughs> i got middle eastern a lot because of the big nose one especially especially now that you ride your bike outside and you get like a nice dark tan I get, you definitely... I'm, I'm olive color look at this tan line you're not olive you're a burnt toast right now yeah, yeah. A couple of days. <laughs> all off. of you wish you were fucking all. Oh man, um, burnt. My number ten, Beverly Hills Cop. Just okay. choose one. Hey. Anything in the trilogy? We'll just say the trilogy. That one's so good, man. Um, yeah, it was tough. Um, I feel like I had to give one movie like a nod to like a different era of comedy, The Caddyshack, Beverly Hills Cop. You only gave one movie that a nod like that. I have two that were like, I'm probably a little too young for in the in the scheme of like growing up with. Yeah. But yeah, most of mine are like 90s and like a few of mine are recent. Sure. Uh, Beverly Hills Cop. I mean, it's kind of the movie that made Eddie Murphy a, oh, he was awesome, a superstar. He looks so cool. I wanted he to was dress like, like Eddie Murphy from that movie. Like have like the, the jacket with like the sleeves rolled What's up Axel's all the last time? name in that movie? Oh, man. Axel. Uh, I can't think of it. Beverly Hills Cop. This is, this is a great Faltermeyer. Axel no. F. That's not right. No, it's definitely not. That's the guy who wrote the song. Oh, that's the guy who wrote <laughs> the theme song. Axel Foley. 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 Oh, see, I was, and I was an F though. <laughs> yeah. That's just, I wanted to say Foley, but then I was thinking, no, that's Chris Farley. 
Yeah, Axel Foley. Also, Axel, just a really cool name. It's a very cool name. <laughs> a, I thought Eddie Murphy was so cool in that movie. You know what? I'm going to have to talk to Juliana, kid number two. Might have to be an Axel. Yeah? Yeah. Well, I've got Axel. an Axel to grind with you, Casey. That's awful. Don't need to keep that now. There was a kid in high school named Axel. Jerk. I was Super jerk? Kind of a jerk. Just very quiet, kind of jerky. Um, We'll do a rotisserie style, so I'll do number nine now. Oh, too. yeah. Go for it. Um, rotisserie style? <laughs> I like that. Um, Zoolander, number oh, nine. Shit, <laughs> I totally forgot about Zoolander. So Zoolander, this now, is why I should have taken more than five minutes. Now to make that my there's list. a part two, I think people have forgotten just how much Zoolander was quoted oh, and rewatched by everyone. Zoolander in its moment, I mean, people still do the uh, what? Is, what Magnum? They do Hang blue on. steel Mag- and Magnum. Blue steel Magnum. Yeah, yeah, every um, time. Um. Dude, I completely forgot about that movie. <laughs> it's so... Me and Taylor watched it maybe so three, four months ago. And we're like, this one totally holds up. Yeah. It's so it's good. Really, I didn't hate the sequel. I didn't see it. But um, Will Ferrell's Mugatu character is just so good. Uh, God damn it. <laughs> the, so- sexual, the sexual tension with him and Todd. Todd! Are you not aware that I get farty and blooded with a foamy latte? My mistake, Jacobin. Your mistake indeed. <laughs> I would love when he would like, here, let me show you. And he'd like run real oh, yeah, goofy. Yeah. It's like heels would hit his butt every so time. Good. <laughs> um That movie is awesome. Yeah, the that movie's really good, and um, Owen Wilson, his Pico and Wilson, dare I say, probably Pico and Wilson. He was doing that. No, he Wedding had, Crashers. You think his peak? I think because he did that, and then Marley and Me. Uh, he was then in Darjeeling Unlimited or Darjeeling Limited. But what would Anderson. you what would you say is Apex Owen Wilson? Like, what was the top of the Owen Wilson mountain? Ooh, Royal Tenenbaums. I think that's probably what he was around yeah. that doing it though. It was all kind of in that same lump of like. I think so. Wow. He was having a wow, oh, wow, wow. <laughs> have you seen where people like replace like things with just Owen Wilson's wow? I have. I love it. It's it's good every time. Um, yeah, that's man, a good one. Man. I, had, I had something else on Zoolander that I can't remember, but there's just so many like you. I'll dare lick my own balls. <laughs> <laughs> it's like no, Matilda. We're not literally saying Earth two. Dude. Like we're in. The- <laughs> <laughs> so I, quotable so good um i really always think about the david bowie cameo yeah like you think he was like zoolander's just a weird and especially when he comes out and does that thing where it's like let's dance yeah to introduce him God, he's so, so perfect cool. um and billy zane my i i've mentioned before i, I was roommates with a, a stoner who would like sit around a lot play yeah. video games and rewatch the same movies or adult swim all day Shit. Zoolander on the house, on in the house at least five times a week. That's so I've I've seen it over fifty times, okay. at least parts of it. So right. uh, definitely rewatchable for me. What do you what do you have at number nine? Oh man, if I'm like thinking about Zoolander now, <laughs> you know what? <laughs> just, I'm gonna swap out my nine. Just kick out nine. Nine's out. Nine's out, and it's Zoolander. I'll tell you what my nine was though. <laughs> okay, it was Airplane. Oh, another nod to an old movie. I mean, I, you went Animal House and Airplane back to back. Well, airplane? no, because ten was uh, knocked up. Oh, you're right. My and bad. then it was Airplane, but I completely okay. Forgot so about Airplane's it. now ten, knocked up now an honorable mention. 
No. Number nine. Air- yeah, that's okay. okay. Yeah, we'll do that. Okay. Sure. Well, since we just spoke on Zoolander, why don't you give why Airplane? Airplane was one of those ones that I think I saw way too early to get how funny it was. I just thought, oh, oh if you see it as a nine-year-old, you're like, this movie's so stupid. Well, I thought it was funny as a nine-year-old, but I didn't get all of the jokes and all the references. And then I like rewatched it throughout the years. It's always like kind of grown on me and I kind of get it. Now I'm at 25. I probably watched it last now that you, year. Now that you're saying Airplane, it makes me realize that I've completely forgotten about the Naked Gun series. Oh, my God. <laughs> Did you forget about Police Academy, too? And Police Academy. Yeah. I don't think I would put those in my list because I can't remember the last time I watched any of them. But, but when if you we, watch them, you're like, oh, If shit. we made this list 10 years ago, they're like... The Police first, Academy would have been online. If we made it 10 years ago or if we were both 10 years older... Mm probably on our list absolutely so yeah so i'm just gonna say airplane i think airplane's considered the funniest movie of that time i mean that or animal house i have see my number one's like an old movie okay like it's but it's i it's not it's like a, a weird one where i give it he's nostalgia a, he's thing. a big charlie chaplin fan guys i love buster <laughs> keaton that's what it is didn't we get a comment about chaplin where it was like how old is our fan base or something <laughs> like something that. like that <laughs> Uh, I don't know, man. Uh, yeah, Airplane was mine, but okay. now it's replaced with Zoolander because I completely forgot how fucking awesome that movie was. Well, what's your number eight? Oh, yeah, rotisserie style. Uh, number eight, Tropic Thunder. Okay. Yeah, that's on for me, man. Yeah, can't can't argue it. it, it I saw that one. It was in, a late season cut for me. I think it was like 17. I was like one of the first R-rated movies I could get, like, go and see. Uh, Tropic Thunder. I watched that in theaters. I was so psyched to see it. And the theater was completely empty when it went. It was like a bunch of guys, and it was fucking, it was great. Does anyone quote any character besides Robert Downey's, though? In a weird way, I had to sort of just free myself up to believe that it was okay to be stupid or dumb. To be a moron. Yeah. To be moronical. Exactly. To be a moron. An imbecile. Yeah. Like the dumbest motherfucker that ever lived. When I was playing the character. When you was a character. Yeah, yeah, I mean, as Jack, definitely. Jack. Stupid-ass Jack trying to come back from that. In a weird way, it was almost like I had to sort of fool my mind into believing that it wasn't retarded. And by the end of the whole thing, I was like, wait a minute, you know? I flushed so much out, how am I going to jumpstart it up again? It's just like, yeah, yeah, right? You was farting in bathtubs, laughing your ass off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Booty Sweat. Are you kidding me? Like the other... I think Booty Sweat was like that year, but I don't think anybody quotes Booty Sweat anymore. Nobody does. Yeah. I think it's all... It's What do you mean, you people? It's Robert Downey <laughs> Jr. doing a character who does blackface. Yeah. And it's kind of brilliant. It's really good. It's so good. And even the fake trailers are hilarious with him oh, and yeah. Tobey Maguire as the priest that like are <laughs> secretly gay. And it's an Oscar-nominated like <laughs> yes. movie and everything. <laughs> So good. But they have like sexy music in that one yeah. trailer as they're like looking at each other and praying. Father, I think they're praying forgive Inya. me for I have sinned. Yeah. <laughs> so good. Yeah, the Tropic Thunder, uh, for the, the sheer irony and I think how weird a really it was. a really good movie and a really good um a really good what I guess a parody of like Hollywood. Yeah, I th- there's saying that there's people that, that there's some layers to that movie. The agent that's McConaughey and the studio head that's Cruz are apparently like real people. Yeah. That they're based off of. So, and Ben Stiller co-wrote it with someone else. Oh, uh, Justin Thoreau. That's right. Yeah. 
It's Mrs. Mr. Gwen Stefani, right? Mr. Jennifer Aniston. Oh, my bad. Yeah. Weird thing. I have a, I'm a big Justin Thoreau fan. Have you seen the Baxter? Wait, the Baxter? Yeah. No, I don't think so. Uh, he's in the Baxter. Have I mixed, have Go I missed home and one? watch the Baxter. Okay. It's an indie comedy with Justin Thoreau, one of the guys from Stella, okay, and Michelle Williams. Okay, yeah. We'll watch it. Watch. The, hey, if you need the bar, have the DVD. But oh, I don't have I think a DVD be, player. I think you'll be able to find it. I think so. Uh, my number eight is Hot Rod. Oh, man. Good call. Hot Rod could have gone anywhere from like three to like honorable mention for me. I eventually settled on eight. Sure. Um, I went as Hot Rod for Halloween once, so that speaks to how much I appreciate this movie. Man, Hot Rod's on my list too, but it's up more up there. Uh, and, and this is like the no age thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, that movie is so quotable. It's like a 90-minute digital short. It's perfect. It's Yeah. It's the Lonely Island guys and Danny Mc... You know Danny McBride had, for like a lot of his movies, they just kind of give him, like a, not a script, but they don't give him lines. Yeah. It's like, hey, be this character. And he just kind of riffs, and that's what they're he like. Does. Be Danny McBride, yeah. And he's be, like, can do. Yeah, I got it. Sure thing. <laughs> yeah. It's just like a different version of Kenny Powers. I just thought of one that we didn't mention. What was it? It's not on my list. What do you got? I'm not sure if it's re- it is rewatchable. Man, we this just is all over the place. This is the end. Oh shit! <laughs> really funny. Honorable mention for me. honorable mention. Ten but, or honorable but, mention. Have to give it Danny McBride and and Pete McBride mode. Oh, the the Probably scene the, where he wakes up and like starts cooking breakfast, <laughs> yeah. just hilarious. My favorite scene in that one is the exorcism. Oh, with like, Jonah Hill, the power of price compels you. He's like, does, does it? it does, does it compel it, me? I don't feel that compelled. <laughs> <laughs> that scene and the scene where he gets the gun, and he's like, bang bang. Yeah, bang. Oh, Jesus, please put it oh, down. Fuck. Bang bang bang. Oh, you're dead. You're fucking How? Happy. How? How? Stop. Guys, stop fucking with the guns. Oh, Jesus. Jesus. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, man. Jonah Hill's just perfect in that movie. Jonah Hill is... Yeah, that is... When he prays to God, he's like, hey, can you just please... Please fucking kill Jay, God. (laughs) I hate him. I hate him so much. (laughs) That movie was great. Definitely an honorable mention. Uh, Just wanted to make sure that we mentioned it before we kept going, but... um, I'm glad you did. Hot Rod, the, um, the Kevin Bacon footloose dancing in the woods... Where he's jumping around and that's playing probably music. like my least favorite part. I love it up until he trips. Oh, he's yeah, he just keeps like, going, like power dancing. I love that. I love seeing Ian McShane, like a classical British actor, be like his dad. Oh yeah, his like stepdad that he hates. Um, and he he did that right after Deadwood ended too. Right, and it's so. like he's hilarious. He's amazing in Deadwood. Yeah, yo, I don't meet a lot of people who've seen Deadwood though. I love Deadwood. It was a good one. Yeah, it's a great one. Um, I think favorite scene from Hot Rod, and I, you know, she just—I mean, it's like my five. So I don't know why I'm talking about it now. We were talking about it. Yeah. Um, favorite scene from Hot Rod. They're hanging outside the convenience store, and they're just like the they got dancing. music playing. They're just like dancing, and it's nothing else. But it's just seeing them dance. I quote, always cracks me up. I quote. Um, there's a few quotes that I used to use on Hot Rod. I don't quote it as much as I used to, but I used to use. Um, um, obviously cool beans, but in like right. the weird, like over exaggerated, cool, cool beans, beans, cool, cool, cool beans. Cool beans. And then, um, babe, babe. Oh, babe, I still babe, do that babe. one. <laughs> babe. <laughs> Bill Hader's character in it is yeah. my favorite. I think I just love, it's like, apparently that's a true story. Wait, where he, <laughs> where he got the shard, the shard of like metal in his eye. It wasn't Bill Hader, but it was a friend of theirs. And they told the story. <laughs> And yeah. just called him. Yeah. Yeah. On the phone, you can hear him. I was like, thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
God, man. Bill Hader. I, hey, I watched, uh, I started to watch Barry. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. I like it's it. It's good. A lot. I like it a lot. Um, just to quickly touch on Barry for one second. Sure. Notice this as you watch it. My problem with him is how bad of a hitman he is. Oh, you wish he was better? If he's considered the best, I need him to be a better hitman than I'm seeing. <laughs> okay. So. All right. I'll, I'll keep watching. Um, number yeah. seven is, is it me? Yeah, it's you. Go for it. Office Space. Oh. Wait, did I give my... Yeah, I did. Yeah, seven. Office Space? Office Space. <sighs> One of the most quotable movies probably my of my generation... I don't know if we're in the same generation. I guess we're not. I think we're technically not, but whatever. Yeah, um, you were born in the nineties. Ninety-two. Okay, I was born in eighty-four, so I guess we're slightly right. Um, yeah, like the whole. I'm gonna need you to come in on Saturday. That was mm, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, I really liked it. I watch, Like I had friends who were obsessed with it. That's um, another thing. I had friends who were obsessed with it. So whether or not it was one of my favorites, I've seen it. As many times as any movie in my life because of that. I've I also own a DVD. Dude, I had friends who just watched that. The Stapler like was school. a quote. Yeah. Um, well, that was a comic. It was based off that guy. Like the comic book. Mm. Oh, that was where it originated, right? Right. The with with guy. him. And then right. it just kind of created this universe. Uh, yeah, man. I, I can watch that one every so often, but <laughs> I can't watch it the whole way through. Who's the guy who's like, no. Well, fuck no. No. Oh, uh, his buddy, his like, construction worker buddy I reckon like, next you'd door. I your ass kicked. He said something like that. Did anybody say you have a case of the Mondays? It's like, oh, fuck no, man. Oh, man. I wish I could remember the quote. But yeah, that, that that's part's where you so answer good. the quote, like right there. Yeah. That's, God, that's so funny. Um, yeah, man, that's, I can't speak to that one because I just have not watched it a whole lot. But number yeah. seven for me. Well, I think Office Space is like, but I was in IT at the time. Oh, so yeah. I, I think it's the IT's waiting where it's got all these like, oh, that is so much like in an office environment. I fucking hate that. TP reports, the cover sheets, da, 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 da. Yeah. Um, oh my. I, but I, I watched, I had worked in restaurants before that. So waiting, all the things in waiting are absolutely true. Like everything yeah. that happens in waiting is true on a less exaggerated scale. Well, speaking about my number seven. Yeah. Waiting. Wow. Yeah, no joke. <laughs> Waiting was the one that I could relate to. So and sevens like, are work work related. Yeah, humor. that's the okay. one, man. Seven, uh Waiting, the ball, like the goat. I goated Taylor oh, God. recently. I need you to know. I <laughs> stuck my balls and my penis behind my thighs and just shocked her like that. And oh, she was God. truly shocked. <laughs> Horrified, shocked. I'm horrified just hearing about it. I well, the bat wing is probably I don't know how the goat's worse than like the bat wing. To stretch your balls out makes it look like a bat. I don't do any of these things to my wife. I did that one to my <laughs> wife. Uh you know, we're young enough and stupid enough. Yeah, you know? Fair enough. That's where we're at. Yeah, dude, waiting was like the one I could truly relate I'm to. I'm old, so I have old man balls, so I could like if I stretch it out I'd be like a tarp. Oh no cover way. up a bicycle. Wow, you did. <laughs> you thought I was gross. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to relate to I can't story. look you in the eye for the rest of this podcast. I keep thinking about all I see is your giant old man balls in your skin. Oh my god. Tarped. Oh anyway. Case by case is for mature audiences. <laughs> mature audiences only. Or like super immature ones. <laughs> yeah, one yeah of the more other. like that. Uh yeah, dude. Waiting for me. Uh Justin Long. The the who's that one chick who's just su- super mad the whole time? She like freaks out. Soon she's like, "Oh, we'll take your order." And she goes back like, "Those motherfucking 
She, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. I have, if I haven't worked like a person like that in every single restaurant, like the it, person who like for no reason hates every customer. And then is so foul, yeah. so mad and like chain smokes constantly. I know that there's bike shops right that where it's like, you'll, because if I walk into a bike shop, I'm right. industry and they'll talk freely around me. But if a customer comes in, they'll be like, Blah 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 blah, and they'll answer the question. The person will leave, and they go, "Fucking idiot!" And you're like, "What? Settle down!" Buddy. Yeah, it's like, wait, <laughs> I don't know why you're so mad. Yeah, yeah. There's people that bike industry service with a real. service with a scowl. That's what it yeah, is. That's what they want. Uh, what you got? Wait, you're so number my, six. Yeah, my number six. I'm actually excited for this getting thing. into the to the the good part of the meat now, huh? Yeah. Uh, I know it's not on yours. Forgetting Sarah Marshall for me. It could it could be on mine. I could watch that movie over like back to back and it be funny both times. <laughs> what are you doing here, Peter? Came here to murder, murder you. you. <laughs> <laughs> um, the first time I saw Forgetting Sarah Marshall, see, I think Sarah Marshall might be in like my top ten of like comedies because yeah. the first time I watched it. I left so fucking hard. Oh, dude, it's it's hilarious. Yeah, that's why I keep rewatching it. Mila Kunis is like a babe in it. What I, what I realized though is not everyone thinks the Dracula musical is as hilarious as I do. Oh, I lose my shit when I that literally scene comes up. like after that came out, I would like try to find just the audio of the Dracula <laughs> musical. <laughs> when he performs it at the bar and he's like doing the Dracula laugh. <laughs> well, you don't see it coming at all because you don't like, think it, it's getting kind of hard to believe. <laughs> oh God, dude, I I love that movie. Yeah, um, so good. Even in, uh, and and it's name? like anyone who's ever gone through like a bad breakup, it's like very relatable. The whole like meeting someone new to take your mind off your ex and that whole thing. And and so like, yeah, yeah, that movie is wildly relatable. S- small cameo by Bill Hader, but he like he's coming in and he's shooting like thirty foot threes every time he comes into the oh, game. He's, he's just hilarious. like yeah, yeah, he's on. Um, my favorite quote from it, and it's like was hammered <laughs> into me. While working in the service industry. I'm laughing just thinking of quotes from the movie. Yeah, I mean, it was uh, Jonah Hill's there and he's walking up for dinner. It's like, oh, just you tonight? It's like, yeah. It's like, you don't have a date or a girlfriend or anything? It's like, no, just me. It's like, oh, okay, man. Most people come here with like a fiance or something. You want like a magazine That person just got married and they're like clapping. He's like clapping his face as somebody else proposed. Um, yeah, it's really funny. Yeah, I was told to never do that if a single person walks in. It's always like, hey, what are we doing tonight, man? What are we having? Yeah, yeah. I like I like that scene where she's like, "Yeah, uh, you want to go back to your hotel and change, and then you can meet us when he's wearing like the Hawaiian <laughs> he shirt." Change that shirt, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, forgetting Sarah Marshall is my six. What, what is it? Paul Rudd's like, when I moved here, I kind of was. I stopped wearing a watch I when I moved here. Watched, yeah, and he's like, oh wow, that's a really cool concept. He's like, yeah, it's on my phone <laughs> or whatever. He's gonna call. So my Hawaiian name is Kunu. <laughs> Uh, my number six. I don't think it's on on your list in any way either. What do you got? Kingpin. Never seen it. So good. What? It's Pete Bill Murray. Woody Harrelson is a because I think it's a comedy that kind of went under people's radar. Okay. Woody Harrelson is a whoa aspiring bowler who's on his way to like become great. Yeah. But he meets Big Earn, which is uh, Bill Murray. And oh they start gosh. they start hustling people. I feel like I've seen this trailer. I've seen clips, but like, yeah, they start hustling people. This. He gets caught hustling, and so a group of um, a group of I guess hillbillies or or bowlers or whatever they are, um, 
take his good hand from him. <laughs> and so he has an inflatable hand. Oh Not inflatable, God. a rubber hand, a it's hollow a rubber, rubber hand, hand that he wears on top of a hook. A lot of humor played off the hook hand. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, you'll still watch big, it. Big Earn has the big comb over. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Randy Quaid plays a Amish boy who... Wow. Yeah, who, um, who bowls um, away yeah. from his, his parish. So. You're saying Randy Quaid, and it's making me think... Vegas, Vegas vacation. vacation. So good. <laughs> oh, my God. If I haven't seen that movie, like... Probably over twenty. That's like fifteen-year-old Casey rewatchable list for sure. Yeah, Papa I, Giorgio. Papa Giorgio. Ah, oh, dude, I just wanted to be that kid <laughs> me too, so dude. bad. Me too. I'm I, like that could happen to me. So this happens in Vegas. You can get a fake ID just like that. Yeah. Well, I went to Vegas. It was. I was very disappointed. Anyone who hasn't seen Kingpin, I demand that you see it. Um, okay. So good. I love Woody Harrelson though. I love Bill Murray, Randy Quaid. Right amount of Randy Quaid. Sure, yeah, you, it's yeah. Uh, small doses. <laughs> yeah, man, Bill Murray. There are movies I want that I love him in. Mm-hmm. I just couldn't put it on this list because a lot of them are like Wes Anderson films, right? Which aren't comedies. Like Rushmore is my all-time favorite movie. That's the thing. After Caddyshack, Bill Murray isn't really a pure comedy dude because even like Scrooge and Groundhog Day are like drama, drama, drama romantic, sci-fi. Com- yeah, I mean they're Groundhog, all kind of like yeah. they're all layered. This is like a pure comedy, right? So a sports comedy of, if you will. Okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah, number a, five. What do you got? I've seen this movie on VHS no less than fifty times. It used to be probably the most quotable movie in the world. Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. Wow. Yeah. People love this movie. Unpopular opinion. Never. I've seen never it. seen it. Really weird that you've never and seen. And I've it. just like never had a desire. Yeah. Well, it's definitely I, people, a '90s comedy. It's it's right. It feels very '90s. It almost feels like in living color. The movie. Oh gosh, but, that's an awful watch. <laughs> but um, it's. I mean, this one came out in '94. Yeah, the quotes like "Do not go in there." Um, All righty then. All righty then. Exactly. See, I know that quote, and I'm looking at it right now. It's the movie that made Jim Carrey a superstar. There was a lot of movies between like the year I was born '92 to like '96. There's a lot of really funny, famous movies I just didn't watch. Yeah. I didn't watch Titanic till I was much older. This is you have an older brother? No. Oh, well, oldest. this is where an older brother would have shown See, you. Somebody, could, I had cousins that came in later and showed me a bunch of fun. So stuff. this one falls on your dad for fucking that up. My dad was just not a Jim Carrey fan. <laughs> yeah, he hates. No, Jim, my my mom was not one either. My so. my parents hate Jim Carrey. Ace Ventura. I don't remember the last time I've seen it, but highly rewatchable. If it was on, I would rewatch okay. it. I've got to give some nod to the Casey that existed for a decade yeah. that loved this movie. It just, But we should also acknowledge that Pet Detective Part 2 is a great movie as well with really memorable scenes. Like his, Have you seen Part 2? I've never seen Ace Ventura. This is crazy that you haven't seen two of my top six movies. You know, like... When your parents tell you something as a kid, like, this is dumb, this is stupid, we right. don't eat here, we don't do this. Cracker Barrel, Red Lobster, uh, Denny's, Ace Ventura. They're generally right. Like, I, my mom would always be like, we're not going to Arby's. Arby's is terrible. Oh, yeah, same. And then adult me, I was like, I'm going to fucking Arby's. Why did our parents tell us not to go to Arby's? Because I have a vivid memory of my mom being like, because there was like a Whataburger, Wendy's, they've been burned too. everything. It's like... Arby's, we don't go there. Yeah, we would pass an Arby's every day, and every, every day. so often I'd like, I'd want to try it out. I had a cool little sign. I want to like they got a roast beef. <laughs> that's kind of like a, uh, kind of a funny but thing. But my mom was right. Arby's is trash. 
So. They did Arby's. They catered. We so I went to a private school, and on Fridays we'd have catered lunches. I know. Must be nice. It was awful because we'd have to pay for them. <laughs> it wasn't really catered. Right. We just would. Pay, they'd bring it in. It was catered. It. Catered with an invoice. That's yeah. It's so <laughs> stupid. Uh, but they bring Arby's, and I tried it finally. Trash. 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 Absolute Haven't trash. had it since. Um. So you're number five then. Ooh. My no. So you already touched on my number five. It was Hot Rod. Okay. Easily, that could have been my one. That could have been an honorable mention. Hot Rod is all over the place for me. I, you reminded me how much I love that movie. Yeah. Uh, did, you, just, did you see my my Hot Rod costume? I've only known you for three years. You keep saying that we've known each other for like seven or eight years. I think it was three years it's ago. Barely three years. That we, well, three years ago, I hated you. That's true. Yeah, and you because like like the movies on my list you haven't seen. You judged them before you got to know them. You judged me. Not true. Not true. Yeah, Not true. I judged you hard. <laughs> I was like, he's awful. Number, Why did I even apply for? What, uh, what's your number four then? Uh, we'll go to number four. Ooh, hold up. Did I? Sc- oh no, wait. This, this is where this I is broke a- fourth wall and put this movie that we talked about that fucked up my list at the beginning of the podcast. Oh yeah. Number four. This one, I strongly disagree with this one for me is just i can watch this a million times i can't i can, mrs hold on oh damn i'm sorry i was building it okay <laughs> you know what mrs doubtfire is my number four that blows me away how does that blow you well, away for- i like woke up and would watch this movie i can quote this movie it is one of those ones I have seen well over 50 times. And and what year were you born again? 92. And this movie came out in 93. That's another reason why it blows me away. We had it that on you've VHS. seen it so many times. My mom loves it. Okay, what is quotable in Mrs. Doubtfire? Every. Besides Drive-By Fruity. <laughs> Drive-By Fruity isn't even the quote. What do you... That's not a quote from that movie. Don't you remember? She, she, he throws a lemon at the back of Pierce Brosnan's head. It hits him in the back That's of the, the head. That's the quote you remember? And then he turns around and he's like, it was a drive-by fruity or whatever. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Dude, I learned what the word misogynistic was from that movie. Mm, it's like I, think misogynistic I, just, I think my bastard. eyes just glazed over when that happened. Uh, the whole scene where he's like being both his sister and himself. Like, I love that. Hello. <laughs> it's like oh, I'm over here, sis. And it's like oh my, I I love I love that movie. Oh he's like trying God. to get on the fat suit, and those two Asian kids are watching, and they see him turn around, and he's like wearing this woman's bodysuit. He really loved that there was a cream pie ready in the fridge. Oh, it was great. Yeah, yeah, he just had it ready to go. Um, I wanted to live in that household. I love yeah that movie was that Pe- movie was perfect for me. Peak Sally Field era. She did this in Forrest Gump and like. A small little. Did Sally Field ever like peak? I feel like she's always just done like. This is. I mean, do you too, find Sally Field attractive? In a weird like mom way, yeah. Really? Yeah. People. Totally. My mom's my my dad's like Sally Field's a babe. My brother thinks Sally Field's a babe. Yeah, I think babe is the appropriate word for Sally Field. Like, Total I, babe. I've never seen it. How dare you judge her off her appearance and not her skill though? I she's a great actress. <laughs> I saw her as Mary Taylor, Mary Todd, whatever, in Lincoln. She was great. Good save. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah, I had to save it a little bit. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, whatever your name is. What was her name? Sally Phillips. Sally Phillips. If you're listening. No, she's just the just the face to you, huh? Not that's, even a name. That's literally it. <laughs> um, my number four, which 
I know you love just from knowing you. Yeah. Tommy Boy. Oh, God. I love I love that movie. <laughs> I can quote that movie nonstop. Tommy Boy. Um, Tommy Boy, another movie where I'm a little hat tip to the past. Sure. I haven't watched it in some time. It was on Netflix a while. I don't know if it still is. Yeah. Or maybe that was Black Sheep, but definitely gets a watch if if I'm like nothing else is on. Don't feel like rewatching Office or Friends. Throw on Tommy Boy. Tommy Boy. Yeah. That I think I watch once a month that scene I was telling you of like when he's trying to pitch the the brake pads to this one guy and using like the toy cars. <laughs> and it's like pipe down, damn it. And just like slaps on <laughs> like slams on the brakes and he screeches. And then you guys in the back puking his guts out. <laughs> I I love that. I watch that scene like once a month. You have your list in front of you. Do you have any Adam Sandler movies on your list? No. Me either. I don't know why this didn't pop into my head. I could say Happy Gilmore because I've watched that movie. That was on a lot of most rewatchable lists I noticed. Uh, Frankie, huge Adam Sandler fan. Like huge. still huge Adam Sandler? <laughs> yeah, he still, He's he like, still loves Adam Sandler. He watches... What was the one Andy Samberg and him did a movie where Adam Sandler plays his dad because he got a girl pregnant at like 11. He got his teacher pregnant at like 11 or 12. Gives him up for... Really? Yeah. That's weird. I'm going to show you this trailer after this. It's one of the worst movies I think I've ever seen. What's the one where he plays his twin sister? I don't even know. But again, what was he doing? Adam Sandler in drag. And then he uh, he does funny people. Yeah, it was a good movie. Though. That was a good movie. And kind yeah. of like talking about how he's like this weird bastardized version of himself. Yeah. Um, that and like Punch Drunk Love. Really good Sandler movies. Uh, Spanglish? Was he in that? I never saw that. But yeah, Sideways, a guy something. who who's probably one of the most famous, you know, comedy figures of our era. Yeah. Not on our list. In Not, any on way. Our list. Not even in our honorable mentions. No. Um, I had to yeah. confirm that. But yeah. Yeah, he's he's on mine. So where are we at? We're your number. No, my number three. We did your number four, what right? What was my four? Oh, Mrs. Doubtfire. It's my number three. I just did number four. So rotisserie style. Oh, sorry. I, I this this is new to me. Sorry, it's my fault. I know hot dog hamburger. Number three. So, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be a little shocked if this isn't in your top three. Okay. Super bad. Also my three. Wait. I already said super bad. No, you didn't. Oh, I switched things up. My list is a mess. You know what? Damn it, Casey. (laughs) Super bad? Number three? Number three. Okay. Yeah. I'll bump this one. Yeah. Jonah Hill really carries the movie to start start to finish. I snuck into this movie. They had cops. Like, when Jackass premiered, when Super Bad premiered, when, like, ones they knew that, like, 13 to 17-year-olds were going to try and sneak into, or 16-year-olds, I snuck into them all. I... I had one friend who was like a little bit older than us. He would go in first and he'd open up the exit door on the side and he'd let all of us run in. This is what happens when you send your children to private school. They become hooligans. I was a hooligan. Yeah. yeah. Had I gone to public school, I'd probably have been even more of a hooligan. Yeah, sure. You would have already had the DVD. It would have been oh, passed shit. around. It would have been passed around. <laughs> yeah. They're so smart at public school. Um, Idiots. I, I mentioned this on a on an earlier podcast. I saw Superbad and Hot Rod the same day in theaters. Did you really? Hot Rod had come out either a week or two before. I saw Superbad. I think I saw him back to back. Like yeah, like a 1 p.m. show. And yeah. then as we're walking towards the exit, we see Superbad is about to start. And I look at my brother and I'm like, you want to go see Hot Rod also? And he's like, yeah, sure. Yeah. 
So it was like four hours of just the best time of my life. Oh, just dude. I hey, there's done a reason the double you mo- still remember double movie because those two are just well, instant it, classics. It might be the last time I double movied. I tried to double movie uh, Black Panther and. <laughs> And Infinity Wars, Taylor is not gonna. She's have like, it. I'm six hours at the theater. Are you kidding me? She can't do like three hours. Like Infinity Wars, she really liked it, but past two hour and a half hours in a movie theater, she's like, this place is gross. <laughs> she's she's grossed out by movie Diva. theaters. Diva. That's the one thing she gets grossed out at is that in your um. The goat didn't gross her out. <laughs> if we didn't make sweet love that night, you I, know. <laughs> I love that you knew exactly I was gonna go back to the goat. Hey man, I'm just telling you. Like I goaded my wife. It led to good things. <laughs> perfectly, perfectly good things. Case by case is for a mature audience only. Again. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know what? Three for me is super bad. The three that I had, though. What's your favorite scene in Super Bad? Uh, the funny thing about my the thing about my back is it's located <laughs> on my cock. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's that my was, favorite quote. That's pretty good. Because his face. It's even funnier that it doesn't it doesn't work as a joke. Oh, on no. on his audience on Emma Stone. Oh no, it is Emma Stone, right? It's Emma Stone. She yeah. just like doesn't catch it. Yeah. Uh, I think when he they're at the at the gas station talking to each other, it's like, oh, that's Becky, whatever, whatever. She got breast reduction. It's like it's like really. It's like why the fuck would she do that? It's yeah. Like, oh, it actually makes her boobs like more round and supple and everything else. It's like <laughs> oh, I got to get a look at these warlocks. It's like, <laughs> if I haven't referred to like boobs in just an awful way as like warlocks, because I think it's hilarious. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's yeah. It's like the funniest version of yourself in high school. Oh, is yeah. what it is because it everything is like so relatable to the like the sixteen to twenty you're just era of your life to have a night like this. And it's like not. somebody condensed all of your funniest jokes and funniest moments into one night, right? So and then like the fantasy of like the McLovin going off right. with the cops and then being super cool. <laughs> right. Again, Bill Hader, Seth Rogen yeah. coming through. In that Bill movie. Hader, like a relief pitcher coming in, throwing 101 for uh, an inning and getting out. It. Yep. Uh, Michael Sarah singing These Eyes Are Crying um, to like the group <laughs> of like coked up guys in the back. Yeah, that's... Yeah. Jo- Jonah Hill is definitely the movie for me, but everybody yeah. everybody has their moment. Thanks. So. Um, I like that Dave Franco has like a five second scene in it. What is Dave? Dave Franco? He um, they're on the soccer field, and he's like, hey, "Get off the!" F- what's, oh, he's like, "Get off the field!" He's like, "Well, why don't you go piss your pants?" He was like, "This like ten years ago." Ten years ago. <laughs> People don't forget. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I gotta go watch Superbad. Yeah, I want to see that movie so bad. <laughs> so good. Um, number. We're getting to the meat of it. This is top three. Yeah, you're number three now. This is number three. Well, my number three was super bad. Oh, that's right. Okay, so number two for you. Uh, Number two was Tommy Boy for me. Okay. uh, There's a lot of overlap in this podcast, but Tommy Boy is one. Wow, that means I have a top two that isn't on your list. Oh, wow. (laughs) Yeah. I... I will again. I made my list in five minutes. That's so fair. Like, I'm all over the place. Okay. Uh, but Tommy Boy, my first, my top two were easy for me. Waiting is our biggest difference. Waiting, not even on my radar. Yeah. Well, so, Office Space again. Not yeah, even I understand. Online. I understand. Um, yeah, dude. Tommy Boy was just that one that I grew up watching, and I've just always watched. And every time I rewatch it, like it, it's still funny. It has let has never let me down. Yeah. If any, like. The the last list made me really want Sonic and Taco Bell, right? Because now, I determined that their value, their their deliciousness per dollar was highest. But um, 
I'm telling you, Tommy now I'm, Boy. I'm like really wanting to go home and like watch Super Bad and Tommy Boy. I'm telling you, those two just perfect. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we would. We already kind of went over Tommy Boy, so I guess. I guess I'll I just really want to watch Hot Rod. To be honest, like I want to go home and just like. If you had a DVD player, I, I had it for you. I but think it's still on Netflix. I think you might be right. Yeah, I'm gonna watch that. Number two for me, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. God, man. Yeah. When you said that one earlier, I was like. It has to be on my list, but I didn't want to share a top two with you. So, okay. So it Ferris, would be on my list. So Ferris Bueller is not as funny as three through ten. Like, no. you're not keeling over at any part of Ferris Bueller. But the rewatchability of Ferris Bueller and his perfect. fourth wall, it was kind of, I think it might be the first movie that broke fourth wall that I saw. That you kid. saw? I was like, yeah. okay. So when he's talking, what are you doing here still? Go home. The movie's over. You know that at the very end? Yeah. The running scene at the very end where he's got to beat his parents home or he's jumping through the backyard. That's been parodied 500 times. I, family Guy didn't do it was when I first, you know, I didn't see, I saw Family Guy do it before I saw Ferris. So you didn't get it? You were just like, oh, what an interesting little chase scene this is. (laughs) Because I saw Family Guy super young and I was like, my dad's like, I've always wondered how, how scenes like that play out to people who don't get the reference. Like, how was that scene? Still, you were just kind of like whatever. I was like, okay, this is a Family Guy because they reference a million different times. The Family Guy's like, this is one that I'm just not getting. Okay. Uh, the fake sleeping person, every kid, high school kid's fantasy of like, right, the snoring mannequin. I think that um, I think it's everyone's like ideal fantasy of skipping school. Oh yeah. And I think the most quotable scene is actually not from Matthew Broderick. It's from. Um, Cam. What was the, what's the quote? When Cameron was in Egypt's land. That's the most quotable <laughs> one. Yeah, that's the one I cannot <laughs> not think about. I always think about the phone call where he like calls him. He's like, I'm dying. He's like laying in bed. He's like, Cameron, just get up. He's like, oh, yeah. no, no, I, I'm dying. I yeah, this scenes are, I think that's the same scene. Yeah. yeah they hang up the phone and <laughs> oh, he yeah, does he it. Oh, yeah, he starts singing it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, Ferris Bueller. Had I thought about that movie and didn't want to share a top two with you, I would have put it on my list. That's fair. Um. Oh yeah, this is it. This is number one for us. What is your number All one? All right. So, just to recap, ten through ten through two. What was your list? Ten through two. My list. Go ahead and give your list because mine's all fucked up. Ten. I had Beverly Hills Cop. Okay. Nine. Zoolander. Eight. Hot Rod. Seven. Office Space. Six Kingpin, five Ace Ventura, four Tommy Boy, three Super Bad, two Ferris Bueller's Day Off. I'm gonna go ahead and say your rotisserie style of doing things. We have skipped over a couple of mine, a hundred percent. I don't think I gave a couple. Okay. All right. So here was my list as it stands. I think you lost your spot as the more. I think there's. Likely. I think there's a couple in here. Okay. Uh, Ten. Knocked up. Okay. Nine went to Zoolander. I changed it. Mm-hmm. Eight was Tropic Thunder. Mm-hmm. Seven for me was waiting. Was waiting. And then it was super bad, but super bad got bumped up to three. Okay. Six for getting Sarah Marshall. Okay. Five. I don't know what happened to my five. <laughs> this is the one where I, five for me, 40 year old virgin. Okay. I love I'm that. glad we did a recap. Yeah. So somebody's probably out there going, I don't think Casey gave a five. I my five forty year old virgin. Okay. That movie is, I love how you funny. know how we get lost on. I think we spent so, too much time um, 
talking about Ace Ventura. That's what it was. Uh, yeah. You got lost in your love for Ace yeah, Ventura. That's, and that's my bad. But yeah, uh, 40-Year-Old Virgin. Then four for me was Mrs. Doubtfire. Three, Super Bad. Two, Tommy Boy. And now my number one movie. Well, let me touch on Go ahead. 40-Year-Old Virgin for a second. Oh, yeah. 40-Year-Old Virgin to me was my very first experience of, of a Tropic Thunder where I went in with extremely low expectations. Okay. Steve Carell had only been, I think, on Daily Show at that point. Okay. Judd Apatow was not a household name. The This was the one that, like, The secondary characters of, we knew who Paul Rudd was, but he, nobody, I mean, Clueless was, was kind of like his. boyfriend on Friends. Right. Clueless and Phoebe's boyfriend was kind of his last roles right. that he was known for. And Seth Rogen, who was another worker, nobody really knew yet. Yeah, they, so they I had were like, this no expectations. I was given two free tickets really? by my job to go see it, and I actually went. And I was like, "Holy shit, this movie's so funny!" <laughs> doesn't doesn't uh, Jonah Hill run the eBay store? No, he goes to the eBay. Store. Uh, he goes to the eBay. He's store. like, "I want to buy right. these boots." Like, well, they're not really for sale. I was like, "Well, I just want to buy them. Why can't I just pay you?" <laughs> uh, that's Jonah Hill's first time working with Judd Apatow. Okay. That was like, I heard this on that interview with him. He first time working with him and he just like pitched that line. They were going to take it out. But like, no, it's so fucking funny. Like we need more of this guy. And that's what landed him his next role. Okay. And super bad. Uh, yeah, dude. Uh, 40 year old virgin was just, I think I, it was banned at our school. Like there are certain movies they put out like, Hey, certain movies are releasing this month, this year. Make sure your kids don't see them. Was this a Catholic school or what? That was a Christian school. Okay. They would put out like... Isn't Catholicism isn't part of Christianity? It is and it isn't, man. I don't want to get into that. So what form of Christian school was this? Non-denominational. Okay. The non-denominational Christians will say Catholicism is totally different. Catholicism will say we're all Christians. So... Okay. It's stupid. If you believe that Jesus was the son of Christ, you're a Christian. Is that how it goes? Right. Okay. This could be. We could go into this. I'll we'll say it. We'll save it for another top ten urban legends. Oh my okay. gosh! Oh, <laughs> Casey coming in hot, <laughs> letting you know how he stands, letting you know how he feels. Let me just tell you, I did not enjoy my time at my school. So, okay. uh, I think we've teased it long enough. Number one, let's. Oh yeah, number one, Blazing Saddles. What? I know. <laughs> I know this is probably on a lot of top This is on a lists. lot of lists, and it's why it's, it's not why it's on mine. I've seen this movie 60, 70 times. Every single time, I'm like, oh, shit, remember that one thing? Remember this other thing? This is Gene Wilder at his absolute best. I don't even know the name of the lead actor, like the black sheriff, mm-hmm. but he, I've never seen him in anything else. But he is the funniest character in that movie. So um, him my, when he's like holding so himself hostage. My number one isn't on your list or your honorable mentions. Right. And your number one isn't on my list or my honorable mentions. Wow. That's crazy. And mine's also from like 1970 something. Yeah. I love that was the first movie I ever saw that like broke the fourth wall was like talking to like the audience. And I was like, is he talking to me? I saw this movie at like six or seven. 1974. Yeah. I saw this movie on a trip to the California. The movie was... was was 18 years old when you were born yeah that's crazy i'm telling you this is one of my favorite movies ever what what is it about the movie that that made it rewatchable for you i think 
there's been like times where I didn't find it as funny, but I'd still watch it. And then now like my mid twenties, I am mid twenties now. I go back and watch that movie. It's, it's just even funnier than it was the first time. There's a lot of nostalgia. There's a lot of, I mean, it's just like, it's slapsticky at some points. It's definitely dated. There's a lot of like gay jokes in the end. And like, uh, there's Jewish native Americans and stuff like that. Not, not a movie that you could make in 2018. I don't know because like uh, Mel Brooks was making jokes and incorporating gay people and black people and making like weird racist, like anti-racist jokes. Like the, the black sheriff you're referring to is Cleveland little Cleveland little. He literally was not in anything after 1992. Oh, it's because he died in 92. Oh, okay. (laughs) That'll explain uh, that. RIP Cleveland little. Yeah. Thank you for giving me one of my favorite movies of all time. You're seeing where you're arresting yourself and holding yourself hostage. You want to know what's crazy? It's my favorite. He was in this episode of Tales from the Crypt in 1992 called That'll Kill Ya. Died the same year. Whoa. Don't do Tales from the Crypt. Don't do Tales from the Crypt. Um, yeah. Have you ever seen Blazing Saddles? Do you have any opinions on it? I haven't seen it since I was a child. And, and like you mentioned, I think when you see it at that age, you're not ready for that type of humor. Yeah. So I never, ha- I don't have a, the appreciation for it that other people my age and older do. Sure. And apparently 25 year olds. Well, the six so. and seven year old me love like the beans farting scene. Like they're all <laughs> eating beans around the campfire and they're just farting. I hate humor like that. But it's at like six when, or seven, that was somebody hilarious. runs into, that's my least favorite part of Tommy Wayne. It's like, that'll leave a mark. <laughs> right. That, like. that type of shit. I hated it. But at that age, it was amazing. And as I got older and older, I still quote like, I'm trying to where find- all the white women at. All the time to Taylor. Yeah. Because I that a well, white that, woman. that quote is still carries through to this day. Where oh, the, yeah. Hey, where are the white women at? Where are the white women at? Um, yeah, he. it doesn't look like he really had much success after that. He was in a few TV shows, but... He's still... Definitely his peak. That's fine. He did... He's in Super Train, but... One and done, and that's all right. Fantasy Island, Love Boat, but all like one episode things. Yeah. Cleveland Little, Casey thanks you. Thank you. My number one. What do you got? Because I'm so curious. I thought I had this pegged. You didn't you. know my. You haven't figured it out yet. No, I have zero clue here. Dumb and Dumber. Wow. Dumb and Dumber. Wow. It was actually the first one. So, I wrote down one through ten. The first slot I filled in was number one. So you you knew. I started at one. I started at one because I knew. I've seen this a hundred plus times. I've seen it so many times. I saw it in theaters. I can still quote it to other people my age. I could quote it to my brother or Frankie right now. Yeah. And they would say the next line, whatever it was. Of course they would. Um, and, and the quotes change as you age. Like when I was first, when I first saw it, the quotes would be like the pretty bird one when he sells him the dead bird. Pretty bird. Pretty bird. <laughs> or our pets' heads are falling off. <laughs> like those were the quotes when I was younger. And then they became like big gulps, huh? All right. All right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um, then the, the whole scene with, um, I desperately want to make love to a schoolboy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. There's uh, just so many good quotes. And I think the, the shitting scene like really was like great for like 10 year old me. Oh, still. And now, it, now it's whatever, but it's a picture hanging in your store <laughs> well, it was in the bathroom <laughs> it, no no it was above the espresso machine so when the espresso <laughs> came down that's right it would yeah it would go i didn't make that though yeah. um we saw it on the internet it's and we stole the idea perfect yeah. yeah 
Um, yeah, dude, that there's a reason it wasn't on my radar. The GIF usage too, super high. Like the whole like he's drinking and he's got a Harry with the laxative, and he's like pushing <laughs> the cup up in his mouth. Like, oh my god, so good. Yeah, this it wasn't on my radar. I'm for getting happy just thinking about Dumb and Dumber. Go watch That's Dumb and Dumber. Dumb. Go it. watch Dumb. You, I, you seem really happy. <laughs> I am. I'm literally thinking of scenes, and I'm like, nobody wants me to just retell the story. I mean, yeah. retell the jokes. So guys, go watch. Dumb I still and do the mock. Yeah, oh, God. Taylor does it too, yeah. and it annoys the shit and then out of me. You change it to C. <laughs> C. Oh man, Dude, so I, good. Thank you, Jim Carrey. Two only actor with two in my top ten, I believe. Jim Carrey. Yeah. Is Jeff Daniels in any of the other movies? No. Jeff Daniels is one of my top five rewatchable movies of all time. Speed. Okay. Jeff Daniels kind of rounded himself into like, I can do anything. I can be Harry and Dumb and Dumber. Yeah. Two at age 50. Yeah. Or I can be the political analyst on network. No, no. It's a showtime show that the HBO show, HBO show. The Aaron Sorkin one. You guys know. You know what we're talking about. He's there. He gives that like very famous, like America's not the best America, country in the world. 30th in education and 49th in literacy rate. And da, da, da. Yeah. yeah, that one got shared on both sides of the spectrum there I, a bunch. Yeah, I always love that people thought that that was like a real thing too. It's like, like, that's a TV show. It's a TV show, guys. <laughs> I mean, he's not lying with a lot of that yeah. stuff. But. Yeah, it was really cool. Um, that show, even as a liberal, that was a little too liberal for me. Eventually I had to oh, just kind really? of like. You're like, well, you've heard the term preaching to the choir. Yeah. I'm like, the only people watching this are Democrats. Of so, course, I agree with you. It's like, you know. Give me something else. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's why you watch Fox News every morning. <laughs> I do not. I cannot tell you the last time I watched you Fox You watch News. Fox and Friends. I watched Fox and Friends probably last week. The only Fox and Friends I watch is via clips where they're being made fun of on other shows that I watch. I watched Fox and Friends in Alabama. Any? Do you watch any political shows? Do you watch Real Time with Bill Maher or I'll, I'll catch Last Week Today? Last Week Tonight with again. John it's one of those weird ones where where you have the way you feel about whatever that show with Jeff Daniels was. I feel about Bill Maher. Hmm. I'm like, he, he's speaking a lot to like shit that I already agree with or things that I may have an opinion on already. He's a he's kind of a radical Democrat though, so he a lot of times will like say things that are like really offensive to like even me. Right. Like, I I'll watch his show. When I like the guests, like when Eddie Wong was on Killer Mike, uh, different analysts. Ben Affleck got really hot on the show once. Ben Affleck got really hot. Uh, Aaron Ariana Huffington when she's on, I kind of like her sometimes. I like when the panel is like at least one or two people that like really disagree with what he's going to say. I like it when they usually have one. I really like it when it's two people that really disagree because he always has the guest who's going to have left right in the moderate that then let's, let's I think work they on try and shoot for that. I yeah. wish we had more moderate so I can kind of the only weird part is like they do that panel and then a fourth guest will come out at the very, very end. So he really has five guests. He does the first one-on-one, the first interview. Yeah. He has the three. And then one more comes out at the very end. Right. And it's always kind of weird when that last one comes out and the other three just shut up after that. Well, I think he tries to give the other person like a platform to talk about why they're there specifically right. for the topics they may not be talking about. Um, the, and then they kind of round, they do like the whole round table kind of discussion. the one thing I don't like about Mars is that he, well, many times he might be the smartest guy in the room. He always carries himself like he he's thinks, so much smarter than everyone else in the room. He thinks he has the answer to every question he's asking. He invited this uh, young, the youngest 
I think he's the youngest mayor of a metropolitan city of like over a hundred thousand onto a show. Yeah. And they have all these like programs to like, you know, pay people with money instead of food stamps so they can actually like buy other things and sure. stuff like that. And he, he kind of just had him on to make fun of him. It felt like, because he yeah, was yeah. like, yeah. And yeah, I, does, I don't like it when he does like that. that. Yeah. yeah. And then he gets busted using the N word, like a bunch, you know, like he used it on his show. He referred to himself as not the house. Yeah. He's he, like, I'm a house. He's like, I'm N-word. not a field. I'm a house. Uh, yeah. yeah. And then like, even the guest was like clearly uncomfortable. And then he had to apologize. They had ice cube on as like a buddy and also like call him out. Like he apologized in a very, very Bill Maher way. Though. Like he's not, he's sorry, but he's like not sorry at the same he's like, time. I'm he's a like, comedian. He's like, I already fucking said it. Like whatever. Yeah. He apologized once and he was like, I'm not talking about it ever again. Yeah. But this isn't the first time that he said it. He's like been accused by ex-girlfriends and other people like on his staff for like using that word frivolously. Um, I like Bill Maher. There's just some things that he annoys the shit out of me. That's why I can't always watch. Uh, I'll watch Vice News. Um, I don't know. I watch John Oliver for sure. I watch a lot of like YouTube people. John Oliver's kind of fallen off for me a little bit. He's how many episodes does he make a season? Not very many. I feel like he's off. I feel like all he makes like fifteen. Yeah, that would it. it seems they span like it that. out because like. He is doing last week tonight, and they're trying to catch the most trending stories, which I think is he has a hard well really show to do. I would argue he has an easier show because he only does half hour a week, whereas like a daily show is half hour a day. Well, there's so much to talk about daily. So John Oliver will normally spend like five minutes talking about what just happened, yeah, and then they'll have like that 15 minute piece where they talk about like this last one. I think they they might have talked about. Well, I don't remember which one it was, but they did. They'll do like prescription drugs, and then they'll do rehab the, the, centers was the last one. Rehab centers was the last one, and they'll do like the guy who like was part of the mining. Uh, I and thought that cult. was a really good one. Yeah, but what I mean is like they do these they do these stories that aren't necessarily on on the pulse, which is great to bring them up to the to the forefront, right? But I feel like there's so many of these stories you don't. I mean, make more. That's my favorite part of the show is when he goes into like the meat. Right. His joking is like when he's like, he gets so over the top. Like, you, and you did this, and you and know, you, and you know it's cute, and you'll smile at it. You know, when yeah, she, he's I'm very like, uh, okay. What's the yeah. other shit? And I hate when they do like, they do a callback to that joke normally at the end of the show where they have like a musical thing or a mascot, right? Or that I don't like that as much, but I like I like his show. Man. The Drump, Drump, make Donald Drump again. Drump, yeah, yeah. That was without a doubt peak Oliver for me no way for for me I think one of my peak moments of this season was Oliver making the uh the vice president's like mock of his book so he's making a book and it's gonna be taken to the the rabbit yeah the rabbit yeah it's already out it sold out it sold out it's like had pre-orders it outsold uh Mike Pence's um I do like when he does that but the whole reason was because they're taking the book's they took that book tour to uh, Family First or whatever that organization is. The one that, like, Dr. Dr. James Dobson. The, the one that, like, low-key tries to, like, convert homosexuals. Uh, Correct? Yeah. They used to be, like, upfront about another, like, we don't do, we don't do that, but now we do. It was, it's weird to, it's, I've just kind of, like, put this shit out of my head because Dr. James Dobson, I was forced to read one of his books or two of his books in school. 
Uh, don't, I had, don't send your kids the Christian school. I watched this guy's interviews. We had a couple of teachers who lived and like died by this guy. Um, I had friends who unfortunately went to like conversion therapy. Are you serious? No joke. They're gay now and open and free and they don't talk. Some of them so don't did talk. It, it didn't work on any of them. It literally didn't work on anybody because you can't change biology. You can only just like temper behavior. Yeah. I mean, th- is, the same way that all these like gay senators or whatever, like have families. Right. Like you can fake yeah, you it. You can choose something, but, but it's like still what, faking it. It's what is that choice, man? When you're right. choosing not to live who you are. Uh, yeah, man, it's, I mean, we've gotten so off topic from our top ten rewatchable movies at this oh, point. Yeah, we went. We I get mean, heavy again. Yeah, that last yeah, episode okay. was just, we, heavy. We dabbled, you know. We, this is how it starts. We had to bring in the salt with the sugar. So this is how, like, political talk shows started. Every single one of them started with like, "Yeah, let's talk about fucking movies and smoking weed and chicks," and then it's like smoking weed and chicks on I, case by case none of that both of those are c's in that in that episode none of those things are you should do a one-man show about you do a one-man show case on by sm- case. smoking weed and chicks the only <laughs> weed and when chicks i'm going to be talking about are me smoking weed with my wife there you go. and my dog who doesn't, inadvertently gets high doesn't sound like a good show it would just be me <laughs> spacing and watching that 70s show and talking about my favorite things to eat while high well another top 10 in the book at least I feel good about it. So mine was a little all over the place. I apologize. I it's okay. Maybe it added a little spice. A little Collins? people never knew when you were coming. It's like a crossover. It's like was it, what was his five? We don't know. Casey steamrolled him. <laughs> so we'll find out. Well, well, we'll play it back. Did did Casey steamroll Casey? Let us know. Did I actually give a five and I change it? I don't remember. <laughs> DM us at uh, case x case. Same spelling as the podcast. You got it. We're on Instagram. And only Instagram, so find us there. Hey, guys, if I have a quick thing. Okay. If you have suggestions for a top 10 list, mm-hmm. send them our way. Oh, so I would love to listen to you all suggestions for top 10. Let me, let me touch on this one, one more time. Uh, we had been suggested that we do a top 10 list of top 10 things to do in Houston when it's t- too hot to go outside or, or raining, you know? Okay. When you can't be outside. I already got like three I can think of. Well, Go eat at Raising Cane's all day. <laughs> Don't leave. It's supposed to rain all weekend. And I was hit up. Yeah. Hey, did you guys ever do that top 10 of, and I was like, I'm sorry, but we did. We just need to make a list for that person. Yeah. Like, so we'll just here's email five for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Listener, whoever you are, I'm just, we'll just give you suggestions uh, um, separately. <laughs> no, we'll add it. I mean, there's a lot of top 10s we want to work through, but um, you know, much like Casey's top 10 list, we're all over the place. I am all over the place <laughs> all the time. I'm sorry, guys. Well, thanks for thanks for being here, Casey. Thanks for hosting, I guess. <laughs> I suppose. I, well, my goddamn guest. This is my no, podcast, too. You, you're a guest in the sense that you have to come across town. Do you hear these listeners of the bullshit I have to put up with? You had to come across town. Someone said you fathered me the other day. Oh, yeah, that's true. I walked off. I did also have to pee at the same time, like very bad, but... It was unprovoked, though, too. It was like, oh, you know. Yeah. It seemed like, like, you know, kind of brought him on. Mentor was the word I think he was searching for. The word father was thrown out there. (laughs) And I was immediately enraged. Triggered, if you will. I am like a father to you. (laughs) Oh, God. Rage. (laughs) I got to go. Later, guys.
to serve as a juror in a censorship case or a so-called obscenity case. It would be wise to remember that the same people would stop you from listening to Boards of Canada, maybe back next year to complain about a book or even a TV program. If you could be told what you can see or read, then it follows that you could be told what to say or think. Defend your constitutionally protected rights. No one else will do it for you.